everybody. What's going on? Welcome to Screen Speak. It is the podcast that's all about movies, life, and so much more. I'm Jordan Anderson. This is my podcast, and I do appreciate you coming by and giving it a listen. So, for today, I got a, a guest with me. Yep, I was able to rope another one into this. Uh, it is my good friend, longtime collaborator, I guess, creatively, because he's been in videos of mine off and on over the years. Uh, it is Mr. Ryan King. Hello, Jordan. How the hell are you? I am doing okay, sir. Uh, I I was we, we were having a lot of laughs before I hit record on this. Yes. Uh, for a couple of things that you know we we're not going to say. Not important. No, no, no not important. <laughs> just just not not relevant at all to movies or any anything else. Um, <laughs> but anywho, uh, Ryan, I I appreciate you coming on. Really do. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Let's have, talk some movies. Have you ever been on a on a podcast? Because I. I mean, I've only had, you're the third guest I've had, but, like, I do feel like, I mean, I'm sure there's other people locally that do podcasts, but I don't know a lot of people that I actually know that have actually done this. No, I have not been on a podcast. I watch a lot of podcasts, though. Do you watch, like, with the visual and audio, or do you, like, just like to listen? Like, a couple of them that I listen to are only on Spotify, like, uh, uh, audio, Mm -hmm. but uh, I also watch... Like the Pat McAfee show is on uh, YouTube. Is that a, is that a Pat McAfee? Just sounds like a sports guy. Yeah, is yeah, it yeah. a sports guy? Yeah, it is a sports. Yeah, podcast. you like sports. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Um. No, that's cool. Um. But I do really appreciate you being here, and I and I do have to comment just briefly on our on some of the videos that that Ryan has been in with me, which I I think I say in the first episode of the podcast, but prior to me doing podcasting, I did actually have. A, a YouTube channel, Jordan Anderson Movie Reviews. It is still out there, uh, and Ryan's in a few of the the videos. And I think if I'm just thinking of like a favorite video that you and I have done together, because there's been a few. Probably the most recent one is, of course, is What Not to Do in Movie Theaters yes. Part Two. Yes. Um, I do like that one quite a bit, but I think really the personal sweet spot for me is the roast of Transformers. <laughs> um, That's th- a good one. Yeah, I just that that one was. I remember I hadn't done videos for a while at the time, and then like when I I did, I had a better camera, and like it was I was actually getting better at videos and stuff. And then Ryan was cool. We came over and just laughed our asses off listening, or sorry, watching uh, Transformers the last night. Yeah, terrible movie. Which I did ask you, Ryan, if I and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong. I did ask, you know, I explained what this podcast was. I explained what the format is. Like you know, we could talk about that if if we want to. Uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I'm good with that too for a couple of reasons because one, I it was fine for making a video to to essentially be a a, a warning mm-hmm. to people to not watch this. But mm-hmm. how much time do you really want to spend talking about something that is a nauseating bag of garbage? Yeah, you can only shit on a movie for so long. You know, it's. Just yeah, I mean, like, there's entertainment value to a point, but then, yes, like you said, it's just, it's repetitive yeah. uh, after a while. I, I will say that my personal favorite video that we've done together is definitely the What Not to Do in a Movie Theater Part 2. I just think, you know, the uh, the production value in that. <laughs> no. there, it's, a, it's, a, it's a halfway decent video. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I'm, like, a professional at this, but I have gotten better with it over the years, and it was a very fun video to make, and I'm so glad that Ryan actually is game to do stuff like that, because it is a lot of fun, and maybe, who knows, people could listen to this podcast, they'll look it up, and there will be some cry for part three. <laughs> yes. And I am in. We are fully in for part three of what not to do in a theater. <laughs> okay, so before I dive into the actual movie itself, got to get the plugs out of the way. If you have not already, go ahead and hit the follow button on Spotify. If you're listening to Apple, if you're listening to this through Apple Podcasts, uh, do whatever the same version of that is, because I, I believe there is a follow button and there are a like, notification, a bell of some kind so people can see, hey, there is a new episode of ScreenSpeak. I can't wait to listen. Uh, so do that. There is a YouTube channel, ScreenSpeak, where there's just some sound bites I upload from episodes. Maybe there will be some video eventually. Hint, hint, kind of a tease. 
And there is also an Instagram page where you can see me, a person that's not super proficient with Instagram, but tries, occasionally post nuggets of, of movie-related things that may tie in the episodes or just things that I think are you know moderately interesting about movies. So those are all the plugs. So there, we're done with that. It's like... It's kind you gotta of, get those out of the way. It is kind of funny, though. Like, when I'm thinking about the plugs, it's like, I'm not monetized. So, it's like, I don't have sponsors yet. Who knows? <laughs> but I feel like when I'm kind of going through the plugs, it is like me trying to, like, it's like the salesy part of it, you know? Yeah. That's why you try try and get through it quick. And then we'll get you guys the good content here. Yeah. <laughs> you'll just, you'll naturally follow organically. I don't have to beg you for it. Yeah. I, I know that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be desperate. And is it desperate to talk about being desperate? I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> right. Awkward. Continue. Um, okay. So, the movie that we are going to talk about today is Passengers. Uh, it stars Jennifer Lawrence, oh, wait, Chris I, Pat, uh, Chris I thought, Pratt. I thought we were talking about the pacifier. Uh, the you know the pacifier is a Vin Diesel <laughs> uh, movie. So I was completely mixed up. All right, I guess we'll talk about Passengers. Are you sure? Yes. Now I don't own the pacifier, but. It's a great film. Is it? Yes. 10 out of 10. Ryan, tell me this with a straight face. <laughs> uh, it. I need, I need to believe. It uh, has a great plot. Isn't he like a, a Navy SEAL who becomes a babysitter? Yeah, and he has to uh, like babysit this family and uh, keep these next-door neighbors from getting the super uh, prized, like, USB drive. <laughs> so great. it has Britney Snow in it, you know. I'm trying to. Pro- sorry, it's a lot to process. So I realize you're saying pacifier because of the you know pacifier passengers, but yeah, the I fact just... that you were able to rattle off the synopsis, like I knew it had Vin Diesel and Babysitter and Navy Seal. You actually gave me a plot. Oh yes, yeah. Vin Diesel needs to protect his family. After the dad of this family gets killed because of the info that he knows. and he Heavy protect, stakes. Yeah, yeah, big stakes. So he needs to protect his family from, coincidentally, their next-door neighbors. Well, I'm going to protect the audience by moving on <laughs> and not discussing the freaking pacifier. I think that's fair. Let's uh, discuss the passengers movie. I'm glad that we can agree to never talk about the pacifier. Yes. All right. Back to, <laughs> back to Chris Pratt. Okay. So, Passengers, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt, dile- uh, directed. I'm sorry. I'm like, I, I admit I'm holding the Blu ray for it right now, and this is a weird dual pack. It actually comes with After Earth. I'm not kidding. Oh, the Will that Smith. Was a the really Will Smith. Movie, it's so. not. It's not a good movie. So yeah, they they so. have see they have both. See the that's movies. what they do though. They pack a good movie with a shitty movie because they yes. know you're not going to buy the shitty movie on its own. Exactly. But yeah. Passengers. Let's talk about that. It was directed by Morton uh, Morton Til- Tildum. Uh, he is the director of the Imitation Game. I think this is actually the movie he did after that. And. I'm going to read the synopsis because that's what I, I, I kind of joke with Ryan before us. But if it's a movie I actually own, I'm like, well, rather than Google it, I can just read read the back because they put they put the plot out there. They do it. Um, <clears throat> but sorry, I, I admit my, my brain went. Ryan, fill the, fill the dead air. Fill, okay. fill uh, it for a second. Yeah, so it's a great movie. Uh, it has that one person and the other one. Uh, and they, uh, are they like passengers on an airplane or something? Or? Ryan, you did beautiful with, <laughs> with that gap of time trying to just, like state the obvious. Like, is it a man and a woman? Like in space? I, I think they're like flying out of, I don't know, somewhere. Earth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they're just coming from Earth, right? Okay, now... Um, but it does, it was directed by the guy who did the imitation game. And I will say, That's a good movie. I think this actually, I correct. Well, I'm holding this right here. Uh, let's see. Let me see. When, when did this come out? It came out in 2016. Sorry, no, right. sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. 2016. Sounds I'm correct. Right. Yep. Yes. Um, I will say what a year. It, it actually was a good year. Good year. Good, good year for movies. Good year for life. Yeah. Heavy life. Yeah. That was uh, it's a beautiful thing. That was uh, not Endgame 
but the one before that came out. Infinity in War. Infinity right? War was 2016, wasn't it? Was it? I don't I know. So. I, I don't know. We'll have to... Maybe it was 2017. Someone can Google that. Yeah. Anywho, this movie is prime time. I will... No, I mean, I, I am being serious, which this is definitely going to be more of a jokey episode, because Ryan, Ryan and I, like, we like to have a good laugh. Yeah, I don't um, know about movies as much, but I am funny. So. I think he's a funny guy. Well, I appreciate that. Follow his snap, or... Instagram oh, or you gonna plug my snap my social sure. medias now I actually do offer people to do that I, I have yet to have somebody that's really wanting to but you can if you want to do you uh, want to no I'm good okay anonymous if you find me you find me good for you Adam said the same thing when I had him on he's just like I'm a man in Minnesota and if you if you find me then okay like I, I'm, that's Adam if you're listening that's your impression <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm going to read the synopsis of this, but I, I, I kept trying to say, I felt like this movie actually kind of got a bad rap when it came out, because I, I think, like, people, like, you know, general audiences, I think, liked it okay, but, like, critics were a bit harsh on it, I thought. Uh, but I actually, I've rewatched this movie a few different times, and I think it's a, it's a pretty solid movie. I think it's a pretty good movie. I think, honestly, like... This is gonna come off sounding like really, uh, I don't know, basic-ish, but like the movies that critics like are very often the movies that I do not like. So basing my opinion on the critics is not always the way to go. Yeah, and that's that's a. I, let's let's touch back on that because I want to read the synopsis. There's a couple things I want to talk about, but I do want to circle back to that if I forget. Be like, Jordan, you try Yeah, you slap me. Okay. Slap me in the face. There you go. Okay. So here is the actual synopsis from the back of the Blu-ray. Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt star in a high-stakes adventure about two passengers. Hey, that's the title of the movie. Aurora and Jim on board a spaceship transporting them to a new life on another planet. The trip takes a deadly turn when their, when their hibernation pods mysteriously awaken them. <laughs> I mean, in the case of Jennifer Lawrence, not so much, right? Mm. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Not great. Serious. <laughs> um, they wake up 90 years before they reach their, uh, their destination, and as they try to unravel the mystery behind the malfunction, they discover that the ship itself is in grave danger with the lives of 5,000 sleeping passengers at stake, and only Jim and Aurora can save all of them, and of course themselves. That's... Mm-hmm. Pretty well done, but I, you know what? One thing I'll say, actually, kind of about this, I mentioned casually that I've read the back of the the Blu-ray, like if, like if I'm holding the physical movie in front of me, and sometimes like the synopsis is like it's, I don't know, like, I mean, like sure, like that's it, but like I don't know, I feel like if I were to write the synopsis of Passengers, it would talk more about how. It would actually, I think, talk more about, like, the opening of how, like, a man actually wakes up before he's intended to and has to make a decision to, like, figure out if he should spend the rest of his life alone. Because that's what the movie's, like, more about. It's more about that, you know, moral, is it right, is it wrong sort of thing, rather than them trying to conquer this problem. Yeah, because, like, it eventually... In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, because... If you've seen the movie, which I've said it on this before, spoilers will happen on this, and this has been out since 2016, so you've probably seen it. But, like, the main stuff with, like, the ship and the malfunction stuff, it really doesn't come until definitely closer to the third act. And a lot of it before, like, the first act of this movie is actually, I think, amongst my favorite because it has, like, that kind of, that castaway vibe Mm -hmm. where he's just alone and he's trying to figure out his situation and I'm weird sometimes like that and I like seeing movies where there's not like a large cast and it is just focused on like a handful of people of one person yeah yeah and, and also I will say like on top of that this is different from like most movies it would be like one guy in like a post-apocalyptic thing where like mm. everybody else is abandoned or he's like stranded on an island or something. This is like completely different. He's like stranded. Yeah, it's like this sh- super nice, you know, futuristic ship or whatever. But even at that, he's still all by himself and there's no sort of, there's no indication that anybody else will be joining him for at least you know, I think it's like 200 years or something that... Well, they wake up 90 years 90, before... Well, they wake up 90 years before, but yeah, I mean, like, it would... 
he'll be dead yeah, by the time he yeah, gets the point there. Is he would be dead by natural causes way before anybody else would be able to join him. Yeah, and so I actually, I think just, like, from, like, a plot, I mean, it's a fantastic premise for a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, just the setup and the story. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, is that too loud? Ugh. Great. I, why did I do that? I don't know. I should slap you now. Can you do a noise so I don't feel as strange? Giggity goo. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho... So, I'm not going to do, like, a scene-by-scene breakdown of this movie, but I do want to walk through the first, second, and third act because they each have their own interesting themes and ideas to talk about. And Ryan's like, Jordan, can you lead the conversation for those? And I'm hmm. like, sure. Sure, Ryan. I don't mind. Ryan. It's Jordan. O- it's okay. Yeah. Well, you're the big movie guy. I'm just the entertainment, so. You are the entertainment. Yeah. I think you're an entertaining guy. Well, I appreciate that. Anywho, so... The when does fir- Vin Diesel come in? In this movie? Are we back on Vin? <laughs> Vin is not in this. Oh, gosh. But rest it's assured... It's all over the place. But rest assured, Vin Diesel will be mentioned in this podcast <laughs> in future episodes. Yes. For better or for worse. For family. Family. <laughs> That's my Vin Diesel impression. Okay, so... The first act of this movie... One, I mean, the setup is just great because, again, Chris Pratt, he wakes up and he's supposed to have woken up with everybody else, but he realizes, okay, nobody else is awake. The ship is essentially flying through, like, automatic system controls and and all that, and so he is alone. Uh, And the reason that he's actually on the ship is because his skill set is, I believe, he's like a... Is he like a civil engineer? He has some type of an engineering background. Yeah, I thought he was some sort of, like, builder, engineer type... Like, yeah, because he's supposed to be going to essentially, like, the new Earth to help, you know, build like it. construct their community. Yes. Like, yeah. So, yeah. the reason I say that is because since he has that skill set, he tries to use what knowledge he has to try to figure out how can I get into, like, the control room of the ship. And eventually, and this is amongst my favorite parts of this movie, but he does basically get to a point where he feels hopeless. And... Yeah. It's actually, like, I think the movie, like, <clears throat> this movie is actually really interesting with this because it does have, like, some moments of lightheartedness and whatnot, but it, the serious moments, I think, actually work. And he reaches a moment where it's it's funny as hell, but then it becomes sad in, like, the next instant. And I'll, I'll set up the scene. They go through, like, a little bit of a montage where there's this robot bartender, which that's the other great character we should talk about, but... Mm-hmm. The robot bartender, uh, uh, played by Martin Sheen, he tries to tries to basically say, you know, rather than waste your time trying to figure out how how you know your situation is terrible, why don't you just make the most of it and just yes. basically do whatever you want? Yeah. And and Chris Pratt's like, okay, cool. And they have this great montage where like he's just he's doing all the fun things on the ship. Yeah. All there's, by himself. Yeah. He's got like some like there's like some virtual stuff. There's like a robot that serves some food. But he's like, like, ah, whatever. I'll get yeah. drunk. Like he's like space goes out into space walking and stuff. Does like with, like a jetpack sort of thing. Yeah, he does that. Like he plays like virtual dance, dance, dance revolution kind of thing. He plays basketball. He just watches it's, movies. It's kind of like it's kind of like being on vacation where like you do a bunch of fun stuff. But, like, a couple days or even a week into your vacation, you're like, all right, I want to go home. Yeah. Like, I'm done with all this stuff. And, and he was definitely in the same scenario. And and that's where the montage with that's interesting because then he starts growing, like, a depression beard. Yeah. And he starts, like, you can tell he's getting, like, kind of fat because, like, he's just overeating to, like, make his feelings go away. And you can just tell that this man, apart from just him accepting the reality of his situation, he is really literally dying of loneliness i mean he you think about a sense of isolation like that it's like if i was on a luxury like essentially a cruise in space by myself i would probably try that out but then yes eventually realize that i'm miserable and and yeah when he when he gets to that point that's where the dramatic tone actually i think kicks in for the movie more where he he actually wants to end his life like he gets really close to doing it Mm -hmm. at one point and then Towards the second act, we get into Jennifer Lawrence being introduced because it kind of gives him a reason to live, I guess, because he, and this is where I I really want Ryan's input on this in particular, because 
he spies on her sleeping. Yeah, and I just want to. I want to like, talk about this. He does, like I, I forget the, ex- the exact scenario, but he does some sort of like research, like in the ship's database, to find out more about Aura and like. Yeah, because like I, I don't think like he like intentionally like just goes up to her and is just like whoa, yeah, like I'm just like, gonna she's stare. Smoking hot. No, it's, he's it's more like he's looking around at the pods, yeah. and then like I think like he looks at her and he's like, oh, like she just looks like a nice, like he does see something. Yeah. And, like, figured out her name, and, like, she she's, like, an author, right? Like, yeah, I think read, she's she's supposed to work for, like, a New York Times kind of thing. Yeah, and, and he, like, read a bunch of her stuff that she had published and, like, absolutely loved it and just, I don't know, was mm-hmm. all googly mm-hmm. eyes for this girl. So he at least, like, did not willy-nilly go into a situation of, like, oh, we need to wake her up. He doesn't do that, but... It's one of the, I think, the most interesting parts of the movie is that if you are alone and you're floating through space <clears throat> and you and you know that you actually have the ability, if you choose to, to not be alone, you can end your loneliness and potentially be with someone who is beautiful and will fulfill you, would you do it? Knowing that you'd be dooming them to the same fate that you're in. Yes, which the movie, I think, almost directly quotes that. Like, you literally know... Like you are you, you yeah you, you are going to die yeah I I think you know it's it's hard from an outside perspective I think the easy answer is no that's that's totally wrong you should never do that it's not morally right to do that to doom somebody else but you know in that situation not only would it suck to be in that situation but you're not going to be thinking straight if yeah. you're in that situation yeah and you know. Honestly, he probably, his body was at a point where it was pretty much do anything to make this not suck. Yeah, and so, and I think the movie is very smart about how it it shows without saying a lot that you can tell he is very clearly conflicted about doing this. And then what's worse is that it's not like he wakes her up from the hibernation chamber and it's just like, hey, I'm super lonely, the ship is broken, um... You know, we're, we're probably going to die, but, like, I think you're pretty. Yeah. He he does not do it, that. No, it's like, oh, my gosh, you woke up, too? No way. I yeah. also woke up. And I think he's been up for, like, over a year before yeah, this I mean, happens. It, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, and so so then, like, the second act, like, it, it, it you know, it becomes, okay, how does she feel about the situation because she kind of goes through a similar thing of like oh my god like we can't like how, how can we like wake more people up or like can we figure out what's going on and he's like i've tried everything blah 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 and then eventually she starts accepting her fate but then i mean they're two attractive people alone on a ship it's like there is something that i feel like that would it's like being on a desert island like would something guaranteed happen with that like romantically maybe not but likely speaking, in this situation, I think it would be plausible. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't like when she first got woken up; like she was not having his shit. Like she no. was not into this dude at all. And then she gained a little bit more trust in him, and so on and forth, so forth. And I mean, honestly, if you're a guy and a woman, and you're literally stranded on a ship together the only two people i mean not a lot of competition there no (laughs) no not especially but i do enjoy when they do because i i think they actually have chemistry together Mm -hmm. in the movie like i i feel i feel that they do you can tell that they probably had fun making the movie together or at the very least they kind of get each other on some level um and i like seeing the i actually bought into the romance that they have in this movie which that's another thing with this movie. It is a science fiction movie, and it's dealing with a lot of stuff, but there is romance. Yeah, and comedy. It's like sci-fi and romance and comedy. And, it's you know, it's of... got a lot of good things in there. And now, I want to talk uh, about the robot bartender. I mentioned I wanted to touch back okay. on him. Yeah, go for it. He's awesome. Yes, he's very cool, but he also does kind of screw the pooch with uh, letting does. the secret go. Yeah, so that that's a perfect, perfect segue to continue is... 
there's a point where she, Aurora, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, she's she's quite happy, or at least she she's accepted the reality of her situation and is like, well, it could be a hell of a lot worse. We have everything we need here. Chris Pratt is Chris Pratt. Uh, this could be a lot worse. And Chris Pratt, it's earlier in the movie, but like he says, he's like, yeah, he's like, by the way, uh, uh, can you not like tell Aurora? Can you please? Can you please not? You know, please. And he's like, oh, of course, like of, of course, sir. But then. I'm trying to think, like... yeah. Oh, yes, no, I know the scene. Sorry, let me say this. So, I know the scene because uh, they're both at the bar together, and then she says to him, like, oh, like, there's no secrets between us, and then he, like, does, like, a robot twitch, like, he, like, looks, looks at him, and he's like, is that true? You know, because he's aware that he holds a secret, and he's just like, you heard the lady, it is true, and then he's like, beep, 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 okay, I guess nothing's off limits. Well... And then I'm pretty sure he, like, leaves or momentarily steps away because he's, like, getting ready to propose to her, right? Yes. And and then in that moment, she is talking with the bartender and he's like, I forget what the exact words were, but it was something like, I knew from the minute that he started talking about you in, you know, when you were still asleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, this motherfucker. Yeah, and she's like, wait, what? And he's like, I knew he made an excellent choice. Yeah. And it's it doesn't even, like, matter the way he phrased it. It's just clearly, I mean, he lied to her from yeah. the start. I mean, like, he literally was deceptive right from the beginning. I mean, completely destroyed whatever trust would have been built up. And, and doomed mm-hmm. this woman to the same fate that he was in. When he know? easily could have not done yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and that's where the movie ends up definitely taking, I mean, it's it's dramatic, but, like, it's it's really interesting. Like, I think the movie's actually, like, pretty clever about how it, it doesn't try to, like, make it be, like, some, like, thriller where it's like, oh, my God, this woman is trapped against this crazy, depraved man on a ship. You know, like, they, I feel like if another director did that, they could maybe have tried to make the movie be more focused primarily on that as opposed to like the larger moral situation of the movie. Um, but yeah, when that happens, yeah, I mean, then, then, you know, shit hits the fan and it's really bad between them. And like, she's like ignoring him. She's like, I hate you. Like, I can't believe you did this to me. And he just feels absolutely devastated and hopeless. He can't do anything. And then, uh, guess what? Lawrence Fishburne, he's in this movie. He's, He's a captain, and he eventually is like, "Who the hell planted a tree on my ship?" I, I don't I know if he how sounds he woke like up. that. How did he wake up? Was his pod thing malfunction? malfunction? Yeah, but his his pod malfunction is different because like he's in the movie for like what like ten minutes, yeah. and then he's just like, "Oh, all my internal organs are yeah, like super right. screwed." Like yeah. here's a couple, and then like the machine. I remember they're just like, "Here's some pills to ease your pain. Good luck and death." Like yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um. But it is interesting because when his character comes in, obviously he helps kickstart the third act where, hey, like the ship is having problems. Like, let's let's really figure out what's happened because it's going to affect more than just you two now and yeah. even him. Um, but what I do like is that his character actually is essentially the reason why Jennifer Lawrence is able to actually change her her mindset. Because if you remember, she's like... Or no, he he says to her, I think he's just like, yeah, like I I saw what happened to the pies, like I, like he woke you up, you know, yeah. and she's like, yeah, like he's an absolute monster, like I hate him, and he I think he says I may be paraphrasing, but he's just like that he's like the man was drowning, and yeah. and he he grabbed onto to you know to a life, he's like, can you blame him? Uh. And it's the, it's just the way he says it, where it's like you, you don't condone it, but you don't condemn it. Yeah. At, at the same time, it's just uh, just in, it's just very interesting. And then and then the movie ends up you know becoming more of like I think like a survival type. Kinda yeah, and, that, and that's honestly like where the movie. Uh, are, are you having fun there? Sorry, yeah. he's 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 moving the microphone around. <laughs> Sorry, uh, are, are you are you distracted? It becomes a survival type movie, kind of like are they gonna fi- because they're racing against the clock because the. Uh, the parts of the ship are progressively becoming more and more impacted yeah. by the 
problems. That there. is where some of the cool visuals come up in the movie, though. Because uh, in particular, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is swimming and gravity goes crazy and, like, she gets, like, sucked up in the water. It actually comes out of the pool and she's, like, floating around and then basically drowning. And then the gravity resets and, like, just, she, like, just falls back into the pool. That, yeah. I mean, it's a cool sequence. Yeah. And then when they have to, like... I, I think it's, like, the core of the ship that's malfunctioning, and that's affecting every part yeah, of it. Yeah, I think there's, when like, a... they have to, like, cool down the core, those are some pretty cool visuals, too. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I did like... I mean, I like that side of it, but I admit, first and second act of the movie is where I'm more interested in, just because, again, the moral question, just seeing their adventures and kind of chemistry on the ship, I, I could have probably just watched the whole movie being like that, but I also get... You have to include somewhat of stakes to things because of the whole the whole situation from the beginning. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure if I agree with that. Ryan, I want to ask you now. Hit me with it. I'm I'm hitting you with it. Okay. I don't know why I was like, oh, I don't know if I should. Uh, nope. Nope. We're not editing, so we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep <laughs> rolling. Um, I'm curious. You and me. Let's say you wake up first on the spaceship. Yes. Like, you're like, oh, no, I don't know, like, what's going to happen. And you see my beautiful face sitting in the pod. Would I wake you up? Are you waking me up? Similar situation. You read my I, bio. I, like, you looked at my Savage Ways well, well, YouTube no. video. No, I know it, I know it's you, right? Like, it's somebody I know. No, 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 no. You don't know oh, okay. me. Okay, we yeah, don't know no, each other. No, you just, you glance at my pod and you're like, huh, he seems all right. And you look at some of my YouTube videos, you're like, oh. like I'll be 100% honest. If, I, if I'm, I th- I'm dying on the show. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought that you would potentially be able to fix the situation in terms of, like, if you had any sort of ability to fix the problems that were going on in the ship or know how to figure out the problems on the ship, then I would say, yeah, I would probably wake you up. If you were just, like, a random schmuck that made YouTube videos, probably not. I should put that in my bio. Random schmuck <laughs> that makes that makes YouTube videos and now podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, th- thanks for the vote of confidence there, buddy. You're welcome. I really appreciate that. That's how that. I think of you. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. I'm thinking if the shoe was on the other foot, now Ryan's in the pod, I wake up, I look, I see a king sleeping in his chamber, <laughs> and then I glance over and I'm like, hmm... Let's see what this dude's all about. See a bunch of footage on the Cubs. I see sports, sports, and monkey ball, <laughs> and other other things. Um, other things that can't be mentioned on a podcast. Yeah, I, well, that's true. We can't. We can't. We can't go down that road. Yeah. Gotta, would you, you wake that? Would you wake that guy up? I wake you up. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean. I like to have some friends. I I don't have, like, a lot, but, like, I like quantity over quality. This is going to be... Or, no, no, sorry, quality over over quantity. quantity. I I, I reversed that. This is going to be really shallow. Extremely shallow. Wait, 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 wait. In the shallow... Okay, anyways. Yeah, let's get over that. Um, (laughs) This is going to be really shallow, but I'm not going to lie. You know, if I was in Chris Pratt's situation... Hmm. And Jennifer Aniston is on my freaking ship. Not Jennifer Lawrence, to be Jennifer clear. Lawrence. Jennifer well, Lawrence. Well, I just want to make sure. Is what I meant to say. Okay, okay, okay. If Jennifer Lawrence was on my ship, yeah, I'm probably... you waking it, her up. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I know I'm not an attractive guy, but I right. don't have any other Don't say, do, you do not say that I mean, yourself, it's Jennifer Lawrence, but even yep. I could land Jennifer Lawrence if there's no other guys available. I mean, come on. It does improve your odds. Yes. <laughs> to, to say the least. Come on. It would be funny, though, if you think about this. Now, I mean, this is still focused on the movie, but think about it. You're on the ship. You wake up Jennifer Lawrence, and then let's say, like, I don't know, like, day three, like, you're showing her how there's all these, like, other sleeping people in the pods. She's like, wow. Like, look at all these other people. And, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Like, you walk by, like, Jason Momoa. You walk by Ryan Gosling. You yeah. walk by, like, all these, like, 10 out of 10 yeah. dudes. And you're just like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah. What? Is she going to want? I'm not waking them up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that. She's stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, if I, Yeah, let's talk about that. If I'm in the situation, I see Jennifer Lawrence there. 
Now, I want to be very clear about my words. Isola, my fiance, this is a hypothetical. <laughs> you are. I love, I, you. I, I love you. I we we do not know each other we, in this hypothetical situation, but but, that, <laughs> but <laughs> a big but. But that being said, yeah, I mean, I get why why Chris Pratt did it. And if I was in a similar circumstance, am I going to pretend like it probably wouldn't happen? No, I, I mean, likely speaking, I think it would. Maybe not with her. Did you hear that, Isola? <laughs> He's leaving you for Jennifer Lawrence. Isola, I I am not. You you are my love. You are my one and only. You are my sunshine. My my moo. Moo is another story. That's you do not. That is personal. Okay. No, it's okay. You can say that. People people can speculate. What the hell does moo mean? Maybe I'll share one day. Yeah. Um. Anywho, let's. But you would do it. Is that what you're saying? You- I'm thinking the probability, I don't want to say definitively because it's not a clear yes or no to me because it's like if you're, unless I, you're there, how can you actually I know if you I think if you're would? even on the fence now, when you were in the situation for a few days, few months, a couple, a year or That's two. That's what I'm maybe, saying. If you're even on the fence now, imagine how much time rolls around you're going to be at least one day. It only takes one day where you're like, man, life really freaking sucks right now. Jennifer Lawrence is in here, a pod. Well, here's the thing, though. I like movies a lot. There's a oh, movie man. theater on this ship. How many movies are in the library? Because <laughs> I can spend a lot of time watching movies. You found a loophole. I'll give you that. Uh, we'll say the only movies available in the library are Adam Sandler films. Ooh. Um, <laughs> all of his films? Yes, all of his films. We're talking Hubie Halloween. Hubie. We're talking Grown Ups 2. Classic. <laughs> and that's all you have. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, you can go through a couple weeks with some good Adam Sandler films, but then you start getting to the Hubies of, of the career. And uh, hmm. I'm thinking at that point, Jennifer Lawrence is looking pretty nice. Let me think. <laughs> Adam Sandler, Hubie, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Hmm. Such a difficult decision, but I I will ponder it all the same. Um, so the movie, third act, it ultimately it ultimately gets to the point where Chris Pratt tries to sacrifice himself, but because the power of love and space and and all that. It's too much, so you think he's dead, but then he's not dead because he he has like that he ha- he holds up like a shield, remember? Because like he has to like get in like the heart of the reactor and it's mm-hmm. gonna like burn him to death, and yeah, he's able to survive. But yep. then uh, what ends up happening is she Jennifer Lawrence is basically like I you know I forgive you like I you know I I really do love you despite. You know, basically being a creepo and watching me sleep for you know a and year dooming me. and dooming me and and things like that. He, you know, they're able they're able to make it work. And I guess for that, you know, like I'm like it it isn't perfect, but at the same time, it's kind of life in a way. Uh, and so I, I guess I I appreciated that they came to that because I don't think I would have liked to have gone through the whole journey only to have like her just be like you know yeah like no like we're I don't know, we're not doing this i'm waking up jason momoa like <laughs> like no like, I, like yeah. you, you can be alone yeah. um but then very interesting they, they do like a time lapse and the movie eventually like ends and it's like 90 years whoa, later whoa, whoa, wait, well wait, wait, wait. yeah okay so first of all when they fix the ship they finally figure out that there's one pod that they can put somebody back into hibernation very good point i'm glad and, yeah and, but the catch-22 on it is, well, first of all, there's only one pod, and you can't, like, activate it yourself. Like, one person would have to activate yeah, it Yeah, so on only other. one gets to do it, yep. and the other person would have to be subjected to being alone. So, he has the opportunity to make up for his mistake and put her in hibernation, and then she's back, like, as if nothing had ever happened, and he's back to his state of being doomed. Right. Right. Manning the ship and, yeah. And then it cuts to... Then it cuts to, like, the 90 years later where they do eventually arrive at 
it's like Homestead 2. I actually yeah. remember that. Homestead 2. And then really actually strange. The whole ship wake, wakes up, right? The whole yeah. ship wakes up. And then I, re- I you won't really be, be like, well, whatever. But Andy Garcia, who actually is a really well-known actor, shows up for two seconds with like a beard. He's like the captain, like the actual captain captain of the ship. And he has no lines. He has no nothing. But like he just looks and he sees that. I guess Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence, they got really into gardening and growing things because a lot of the ship has, it shows that like they, they grew like trees and grass and like vegetation and gardens, you know what I mean? Like they, they made it, yep, that's the guy. He, he just Googled him on the phone, people. Um, do, you, have you, do you know who Andy Garcia is? He's, in, he's Merlin in Transformers Age of Extinction. No, 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 that's Stanley Tucci. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But they do look similar. Yeah, I mean, with the beard, Honestly, with the beard, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. But totally they, they end up planting, and and it shows that they actually were able to, as far as you could tell, have potentially a meaningful life together. At least, yeah. You know, and, and and actually, I always kind of wondered though, like, did they have kids? I don't think so. I guess they. they I mean, because I feel like the kids would have like ran up and be like, "Hey, like you're awake well, now." They, well, yeah, they would have lived long enough to raise the kids and then the kids could have survived on their own and they could have made it to that 90 year time span so they must not have one thing one thing i want to backpedal to what you said because i don't i don't know why i never like thought about that way but when you talked about the one pod being available and that it was a chance for him to write his mistake or mm-hmm. or what's the what is the right what's the expression for that like you, you know write your wrong is that yeah. is that it yeah I never really actually thought about it like that. I mean, like, I, like I, I understood, like, the dilemma. Like, that was clear. But from the viewpoint of you could literally, you know, make your mistake correct, it's, it, that's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. So, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. It's a good point. And I believe he is all on board with trying to fix his mistake and put her in the pod. And I believe she is the one that is very much against that. Right? Doesn't she refuse? Yeah, she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly she got to the point mentally where she no longer was upset with this guy for the decision he made and wanted to live out the rest of her life with him. It's very true. Ryan, I'm going to tell you right now, if we went through the harrowing adventure that Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence go through, I ain't, I ain't putting myself in the pod. <laughs> I'm staying out. Fair we're, enough. We're getting together through old age. Fair enough. Isola, it's nothing against you. you. I love you, but... But, <laughs> Ryan... I'm his first love. Old age, yeah. together with him. Movies, podcasts. Life. Full life. What are we talking about? <laughs> Jordan, um, I'd like to ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked so, about a lot of the movie. So... The movie is very much, you know, it's kind of a survival thing, but it's very much a morality, you know, situation. You know, is this right? a question this of morality? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think that this same sort of premise, you know, of people in pods traveling through space to get to this new home, do you think that a different genre of movie with the same setting? could have also been a successful film. Like, as if... Here's where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. If it was more of a horror movie sort of dynamic where, mm. you know, the, uh, I don't know, just... The, the, no, the, I, 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 think I, can, I think I can help you here because yeah. I think I know where you're going with this. So I think what, what Ryan's trying to say is if you think about it in this movie... I'm gonna I'm gonna set up the scene and kind of like take you from the beginning. Say the movie right from the opening actually is Jennifer Lawrence wakes up. Mm-hmm. That's the first scene in the movie. Yep. She wakes up. Chris Pratt's there. Like he's like filling her in, and then you have no idea as an audience member anything happened. And then halfway through, you find out. Oh my God, he's actually been awake for like two years. Yep. If you started it from that perspective yep. and not from Chris Pratt's, yes, I definitely think you could have done an entirely different movie. But that said, in the right director's hands with like the right people, 
it, it, I mean, that would have been an interesting premise too, in and yeah. of itself. Like, it would be creepy. It'd be strange, but like, it'd be, so it would, it would work. I think you, you gain a little bit yeah. more of how, uh, or Aurora, the Jennifer Lawrence character, was feeling that that during that whole time period where she was just woken up, but you lose out on that uh, question of right or wrong with Chris Pratt's character. It, you know that you'd be missing out on that whole is it right is it wrong to wake her up sort of thing yeah because i i think and that's i guess it got, like it boils down to like sex you know because <clears throat> everything is sex isn't that like a robert california the yeah. office <laughs> yes. i was gonna, or are you referencing the office yes. or are you just saying <laughs> every everything is sex i okay i realize we're staying on focus on this and we are wrapping the episode up here in a minute but Loki, Robert California, is actually a really good character in the office. <laughs> yes. I just want to point that how, out. How did we get to this? But yes, I completely agree. But how did we get here? This is this is how podcasts work sometimes. They go into a, a, some different directions, but we're still keeping it. We're, we're keeping it on, on passengers. You don't even know my real name. I'm the, I'm the Lizard King. Lizard King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I've... You're 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 compelling me to talk about the office right now, but I, I need to just for Robert California because he deserves love. <laughs> Let me just say, it's interesting because I think he doesn't show up until like the eighth season because mm-hmm. he's in eight and part of nine maybe, yep. right? And I remember like the first time I I saw it like, and I think it's part of the point. His character is makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Like he is. Oh, yeah, strangely compelling and creepy and yeah. weird but i've seen the more I, you watch it yeah the more you're like <laughs> no he grew on me yeah. and i think i've seen the office actually in its entirety i think actually three times i've watched oh, that I've, series I've watched a lot. It all the way through at least double digit times and when robert california comes back i'm like robert california is the shit because <laughs> he you admire his competence like it's actually like he's he's creepy but you're like Wow, like he, because he he has a articulate way of speaking. Do I look like somebody that would waste my own time? Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> like he, like, that interview scene is brilliant because he's just like, and you can't see me doing it, but the way that he like turns his head kind of like a bird to like throw you off and like just looks at the camera like that. If you've seen the scene, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But okay, God. Reel it's, it in. It's yeah, reel it in, reel it in. But oh, Robert California, I'm glad you brought that up. He is the Lizard King and, and amazing. <laughs> Anyhow, okay. How did we get there? All right, where were we going with that? I'll have to listen to the playback on this yeah. <laughs> Just to see where Robert California, the Lizard King, originates from. Passengers. <laughs> okay, so let's start wrapping this up. Uh, what is the last thing that you want to say about Passengers, Ryan? Um, I don't know. Overall, enjoyable movie. I will. The only thing that I will shit on this movie a little bit about is it is the that, Imagine Dragon song at the end? No, it is not. Okay. It is. I mean, it's it's got great visuals. Don't get me wrong, and that increases rewatchability. Great visuals. True. But storyline wise, once you've seen it one time, you kind of know. You know, it's not like you're really dying to to watch it again in terms of you already know what the decision is going to be you already know how yeah. she's going to take it yeah I, I i can say like i don't know like I, I i hear what you're saying for that but like me but you disagree no like not 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 really because like i think from like the moral question of it yeah it's not as compelling the second third time that you watch it because you Correct. know you, you know how it plays out yeah you know how it plays out you yeah. know when like the twists are going to come but I I'm gonna tie this back into like how I mentioned like the kind of castaway opening with like characters in isolation and having to figure out situations. I strangely gravitate towards stuff like that, and I like to actually watch movies like that repeatedly where somebody is in a situation like that. And I don't know. Well, you are a movie geek, though. Geek is that is it the right word? Geek yeah, nerd. I don't like. Have you ever heard anyone say like cinephile? Uh, you ever heard creepy. that? I don't like. I don't like sounds... it. That sounds like there's other too things close that to pedophile. Yeah, it. I didn't want to say it, but but you you just uh, did you just uh, went there. Sorry. Yeah. Well, moving on. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, okay. Yes. Your mustache yesterday would say. 
Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't need to talk about the the mustache. It was a trial run. I don't, I don't have it right now. I had a mustache. Is that what for a you told bit. the cops? <laughs> I'd like to uh, uphold my Fifth Amendment privilege. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? I yeah. don't know what they say exactly, but they're like, I'd like to exercise my Fifth Amendment rights. <laughs> or talk to my lawyer. Uh, okay, wow. Uh, do not speculate this about took, that. This last five minutes, we really took a turn. <laughs> it's a U-turn. Yeah. A, a big, big U-turn. Okay. My last thoughts on Passengers, uh, kind of similar to Ryan. It's maybe not as great the after like you watch it for more than one time, but if you are looking for a, a solid science fiction movie that's got uh, characters with good chemistry, has an interesting premise. Well shot. Well shot. Um, it's not perfect in all the parts, particularly the third act is my least favorite, but... I don't know. I mean, I'm not treating this like a review episode, but if I was going to actually grade this one, I mean, I, it's probably like it's, it's like in the B B minus range. Probably like oh, I, would, I, I I like would, it. Maybe maybe still, higher. I would still give it like a B plus A minus range. I mean, I really yeah. did enjoy it the first time I watched it. Yeah. it. Like I I was like, like I, there is no sort of like wow that was a waste of my time. Like no, I really in, genuinely enjoyed it. Ryan, what is the movie that you're like, wow, that was a genuine waste of my oh time? My Besides Transformers. Uh, Transformers, it's instantly where my mind went. But uh, outside of that, oh, man, tra- nothing is really on Transformers level. I, I mean, I don't mean to shit on it all the time, but, but that's a waste of my time. Hubie Halloween, waste of my time. I watched that with you. Yeah, that was yeah, tough. That was an hour and a half. I can't get back. <laughs> it's gone. Hubie? Hubie? Yeah, if you see Ryan, he's doing the under lip. <laughs> okay, um, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up officially. Uh, Ryan, I really appreciate you actually coming on. I hope you actually enjoyed yourself. Thanks for having me. Uh, happy to be here. Are you happy to be here? Happy to be here. Um. Okay. Are, are, like for real? Like you're okay? Yep. Yep. Happy to be here. I don't know who actually. I'd wake you up. I feel like someone that actually says "happy to be here." Who says that outside of like a press conference situation? I'm happy to be here. I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. No, Uh, for real, Ryan. Thank you. I hope you come back. Uh, And anyways, uh, anybody else? The last. Wow, I was going to try to do a, a, a final plug there, and I just botched my words, but. Follow, share this with your friends, support it, all that good stuff. Yep, yep. They already got that when we were about three minutes into the podcast. Yeah. It's, yep. it's two plugs excessive, like no, just the one yeah, at the beginning. That's all you is. need. Yeah. Hey, I'm still figuring this out. This if is episode made, if seven. They, if they made it this far, they're getting subscribed. That's true. Yep. 100%. Okay, well, that's going to be it. So appreciate you all being here, and I will catch you all in the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye.